The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's IBG episode, I wanted to finally talk about on-demand mowing, bi-weekly mowing, and 10-day mowing. I've kind of, you know, touched upon this here and there over the years. Uh, I'm, at, I'm pretty sure I've made some, at least one YouTube video on my YouTube channel at Lawn Care Rookie um, about this. But I, I don't think if I've no, I definitely never dedicated a podcast episode to it, but I, I might have just touched upon it here and there and or said it, you know, it's as in a conversation for another day or whatever. Well, t- today's that day. This episode is is that episode. Um, so I, I definitely alluded to that, I think, in some recent episodes saying that, you know, hopefully this will be a topic coming up soon. And here it is. So. I really just wanted to touch upon this because those of you that are new to business constantly are, there's constantly still new people coming into our industry and finding our community, which is awesome because our community, our online community has been such a great resource. I know for me when I was starting out and even still to this day, like I'm, I'm always learning. I'm a hashtag rookie for life, right? I'm always trying new things and, and trying to learn and keep growing. Like I don't want to just be stagnant, just do the same old boring thing forever. Um, I will always want to be growing. So a lot of times I'll, I'll look to the community for answers to my questions or just just, you know, follow along everyone's journey and stories. And, and I'll, I'll just kind of pick up things along the way, learn things along the way. So, um, and, and, and my whole goal is, is, has always been to try and do that for anyone listening and, and following along my journey, just kind of share and give back anything like that, that might be helpful as well. Uh, so this is just another attempt at that. And those of you that are new, that are starting out, you might easily, and, 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 and maybe you're not new necessarily, maybe you're a couple years in or, or longer, but you haven't maybe thought about this perspective. Um, you know, maybe you just thought that it was status quo or, or it is what, you know, it is what it is or whatever. There's no other way. But for me, I have done on-demand mowing, which is when people are you're basically like on call, whether that be through a platform like a home advisor or task easy or something like that. I don't even remember the names specifically anymore. Uh, cause I don't, I don't participate in those kind of things. I, I tried them out once upon a time, but it just wasn't for me. Um, whether you use a program, a platform like that, where you as a contractor are like a member or something of that, and you not only pay in some cases a certain amount every, every year or month or however it is for that service to be a part of that, but then they also take a percentage of your invoice and your billable time, your, the work that you do for the customers that you get through that platform 
they take a percentage of that for them as well. So while you get, you know, work from them, you know, it's, it's like, it's another form of advertising. That's, that's how they see it. You know, people, people are looking for someone to mow their lawn or put fresh mulch down or trim their bushes or something, um, or a lot of other things, but just for the, for the, the fact of, you know, for the sake of talking about lawn and landscaping, people would just reach out or they'll go on the app or on the websites and they'll type in what they're looking for and their zip code and all, whatever criteria that, you know, that, that they need to put in there. And it, it'll kind of match up different contractors in their area, give them a few quotes. They select somebody and they do the work, they get paid through the platform. And like I said, a percentage of that comes from the, from that price out of the contractor's pay to that platform and so on. So, but the thing with that is, so so that's an on-demand option, right? Which just means whenever somebody wants that work, then they just, you know, they can't, they go on that platform. So there's no real reoccurring revenue necessarily with that. If you're, if you're trying to offer mowing, fertilization and weed control, different services like that, that are, that are reoccurring versus just landscape projects, it's kind of hard to build up that way because people are just on demand, you know? Uh, so that's one, one version of on demand. Um, you never know when they're going to need you type deal. It's just, Hey, we need you now. Can you come? Or we need you today or tomorrow. Can you come? And it's, that's, that's hard to schedule that way. Um, or it's, it's, you know, someone, just someone that contacted you through your own, your own, uh, resources, your own platforms here, your website or Facebook, or, or they just saw you on the street, you know, they're a neighbor or next door neighbor to someone you're taking care of already or whatever. And, and, and they just came up to you or called you or emailed you or something and and asked you if, if you could do like a one-time cut, you know, or, Hey, we're going on vacation. Can you cut our yard? once while we're on vacation or twice or something, or, Hey, my yard got really, I was on vacation and I came back and my yard's really overgrown and my mower just can't get through it. Can you just get it back into shape for me so I can maintain it myself again? Like I get it. Those things are real. And then those people, you know, need that kind of on-call on-demand service, but really they should have just maintained their lawn properly or they should just sign up for regular service and not just be this, you know, willy-nilly on demand whenever they feel like it um type deal. So <clears throat> they could have just like I said been contacting you on their own and asking you if you can do it and and you know if you say yes like whatever. Like I've had people wanting to be like on call like you know there's going to be times throughout the year where where you know I I I can't mow and you know I might you know my, can can I just rely on you to do it and that gets really old quick, right? Because if people, you know, I would tell people, yeah, that's fine. Cause they would be in the same neighborhood. Right. So I would tell people, yeah, that's fine. Just give me 24 hours notice so I can put you on the schedule. That was kind of like my minimum. And some people stuck to that. Some people didn't. Some people still just called me like that morning, the morning of, okay, can you squeeze me in today while you're, while you're here or whatever. And Again, that that got old quick because then what would always happen more times than not is that there would be some other issue that I would have with with a regular client or equipment breakdown or employee call out or I had to get done early that day because of something with my family or take my kids something or whatever doctor's appointment there there would just always be something it, it, it you know it it rained in the morning so we started out later or the rain was supposed to be coming early that afternoon or er, earlier in the day so we had to try and hurry up and get his everything done before the rain or as much done as possible for the rain like there was always something 
And now we had to add this guy also. We had to add this person in on top of that who's not even a regular customer, a, a reoccurring client that, you know, we're trying to to get done every week or in that day. Like, that's just one more person that you don't want to be bothered with. Like, that's the first person you're going to cut when you can't get stuff done that day. And those are the people that are going to give you the hardest time about it, too. Like, I really need my grass cut. Come on, you know, because their grass is overgrown or, you know, they, they just can't get to it. And they're like, what the heck? You know, I, I thought you were going to come. Like, you know, this is un- unacceptable. Not tomorrow. It's going to be 15 days since the last time it was cut. Like, that's not my problem. That's your problem, ultimately, you know. Um, and, and I said this before too, I think on, on Instagram stories as well at, at lawn care rookie, um, I've said other people's lack of urgency is not, does not become your emergency. You know, L- let me say that again. Other people's lack of urgency does not make it your emergency. So their problem doesn't become, you shouldn't become your problem. shouldn't become your emergency. If you are willing to help them and take care of their property, then that's fine. But it's, it should be under your terms, your schedule. You shouldn't bend over backwards, rearrange your whole day, push out, you know, loyal, well-paying, recurring, regular clients for these random people that are like in, in a pickle, you know, and, and it could, it could be, you know, a, a real honest, heartfelt sob story, you know, that, that you just really want to help them out, but you do that more times than not. And it, it really messes everything else up for you. And, you know, there's always exceptions for everything. I get it, but an exception is an exception. It's not something that you do over and over again. It's like a one-time thing, case by case basis. So I've been there, done that too many times. It's super annoying, frustrating. I don't want to deal with those people because again, they're not even the right mentality of the, of the people that I want to do business with. They're not aligned with my mission and, and my, you know, they're, they're making my employees upset and me upset. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just not, you know, their yard isn't in the best shape and there's going to be sticks and mulch and junk and weeds in their yard. And it's messing up my blades. You know, I got to, you know, sharpen them sooner, swap them out immediately, clean my debt, you know, all the, it, it just adds extra work for this, for what, a one-time person? Like what in the world? Like you can have a dedicated mower for those junky yards. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'd rather have, you know, when I can get to that, when I got to that point and when you can get to that point, just have enough, all right? That's the goal. I get it to have the, the reoccurring clients, the revenue, and a lot of people are using these on-demand people just to keep their schedule full. I get it. But when your schedule is full, you need to stop. You need to get rid of these people. You need to stop saying, hey, I can't be on call for you anymore. Um, you know, it, uh, question these other platforms like HomeAdvisor and all that. Like, do you really need them? Do you really need to be paying them for, quote, unquote, advertising your business, which is just advertising your business to the wrong people, to your non-ideal uh, clients, you know, cause they're just going to be customers, not clients. Customers are transactional one-time people. Clients are reoccurring, build relationships with you and they want your business over and over again throughout the year, week after week, month after month. In my opinion, if you want to build a good, sustainable, profitable business, that's the way you want to go. You want to find the clients, what, regardless of what service you're providing, whether you're mowing lawns or installing patios, that's the mentality you need to have. You want to get away from the tire kickers, the on-call people, you know, all that nonsense, the cheapskates, 
whatever. So on-demand mowing is just breeds those kind of people. So you want to, in my opinion, you want to, you want to stay away from that as much as you can. When you're starting out, I get it. You're doing what you can to kind of generate something, get things going, but you should quickly realize that that that's not the way to go. Uh, Unless you are offering a lot of bigger jobs, high ticket jobs, and you're doing well with that, with these things as a way of advertising, in addition to other things in that's a part of your marketing plan to advertise your business, then I get it. But again, I'm just talking about mowing here, mainly mowing, you know, fertilization, weed control, like those reoccurring maintenance tasks. You get yourself into a whole lot of craziness, man. You show up at, on these yards, these on-demand people, and you're like, what in the heck did I get myself into? Or, you know, you, you, you establish, you have like reoccurring, you know, on, on-call people that, you know, just call you whenever, email you whenever they just don't want to do it themselves. And, and it, it's that still kind of puts you in a pickle sometimes, pushes you into a, a later day than you wanted to or whatever. So that's that. Uh, going into bi-weekly, very similar, similar type of people. Like uh, actually on-demand, uh, bi-weekly and 10-day mowing is all the same kind of person. They're all just trying to find ways to cheat the system, to be perfectly honest. They're all trying to save a buck and hurt you in the process, right? And they don't really care. They don't even know maybe even that that they're hurting you. They figure, what's the big deal? It's a commercial mower. Just come hack it down. Who cares? You're already here anyway. Like, what's the big deal? Well, as a business owner, you should know what the big deal is. And you should, and you know, you can tell them what the big deal is if they ask. But it's up to you to allow this to continue or not. So for to me, bi-weekly is true bi-weekly, meaning, you know, they're, they're the... The rural areas where there's no irrigation, there's no fertilization of weed control, so there's a good combination of weeds and some grass all mixed in there, you know, out in the woods and fields and things. So it's, you know, it's only, especially in the hot summer, it's only growing, you know, every couple of weeks, um, you know, depending on how much rain we we get and things like that. Um, And then, uh, you know, that to me, those are true biweekly. These cookie cutter homeowner, you know, residential HOA, homeowner association properties should never be biweekly. That means their yard is full of weeds and there's certain times of the year where it's growing like crazy, real thick, nasty crabgrass. And, you know, you cut it all up and it gets all gummy and disgusting and obliterated all up under your deck. Cause you know, if you've ever trimmed a weed, if you've ever, ever trimmed a weed, a wet weed, you know, then you know what I'm talking about. Like it just explodes all over you, gets on your face, your, you know, whatever, like, cause it's just holds so much water and it's just gross. So it just explodes and you just got bits of, you know, <laughs> weeds all over the place and it, it just makes a mess. So that, that when you mow it, that gets all up underneath your deck and, and it, it's, it's just cakes up in there. It's harder to clean, more work for you to do before you get to your nicer lawns. And, you know, you don't want to track all that stuff up on, on your nicer lawns, just like you don't want to track dog poop all over your tires on someone's, someone else's lawn and stuff like that. So those things are big inconveniences for you as a professional service provider. You should be being mindful of those things and cleaning your your equipment before you go onto the nicer yards, which means it's, it's taking you longer now to get through your day and take care of the different yards, take care of the properties. So true bi-weeklies are those weedy yards, which can still be challenging because for what I just said, 
they're still going to make a mess and so on. But if you got a bunch of them, right, especially if you're out, if, if, you know, I know a lot of guys that, that are out in the more rural parts of, of, of town or of the state and, you know, they're, they're out there in the countryside and they're on, on one lawn for a couple hours on their zero turn or something. They're sit down, you know, zero turn and they're just going back and forth, striping away, you know, listening to podcasts or their, their audio books or their favorite uh, music playlist or whatever. And they're just zipping through it. And then they move on to the next one, the next one, the next one, you know, there's minimal trimming and edging and, you know, they're, they're making good money, good profit. And they're, they're just banging out those kind of yards and it's biweekly. I get it. But what you want to stay away from is the cheap people that have regular grass or a combination of grass and grass and weeds. And it grows weekly, but they're trying to save a buck and cut their monthly expenses in half. So they think by having you only come twice a month instead of four times a month on average, those are the people you want to stay away from. Those are not true bi-weeklies. Those are true cheapskates is what they are. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. Hey guys, the Equip Expo, formerly known as the GIE Plus Expo, will be here before you know it, October 18th through the 21st. It's a great time. I go every year. I've been going for many, many years. It's worth it so in so many ways. All of the outdoor demo areas plus the indoor showroom. Talk to all of the all of your favorite manufacturers and uh, meet new ones, find new ones, and all the networking opportunities. A lot of great events, great food, great times, great educational opportunities as well there. So go ahead and check it out. If you don't know what it is, you can click the link in the episode description there and you can check out all about it as well as register. Uh, you can use my code LCR to save 50% off at any time. But if you register before September 9th, you get the early bird discount, which means with the 50% off, it'll only be $10 per person if you use code LCR. Again, that link is in the episode description. Thanks, guys. Hope to see you there. Those are not true bi-weeklies. Those are true cheapskates is what they are. They're just trying to save a buck. And what it does is, again, it creates more work. Even though it's 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 more grass than weeds, potentially, um, it's still you're cutting a lot of grass. That's not good for the grass either. You don't want to cut that much of the grass blade off at once. You want to cut, what, a third of the blade off? At a time is is, is, is is what they say, and you want to cut a little bit of time. Um, you don't want to just you know if it's a if it's a, a new new person that, that that moved in and they want to get everything up to snuff and then you maintain it after that, then you know that I get it. That's you got to do what you got to do in that in that point. You try and work it down, right? Little by little, you know, you double, you have to double, triple cut or bag or whatever, um, and and uh, try to do as minimal stress to the grass as possible knowing that you're going to come back and maintain it, you know, at, 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 an, at an, uh, a better, a better height, cutting only a little, a smaller amount at a time off and so on. Um, but when, when you're being forced, you know, people are trying to get you to do that every two weeks, it's not healthy for the grass to cut that much grass off. Plus it makes a huge mess on your mower, under your mower, all over the place. I mean, you know, it's, Sometimes you can quadruple cut sections and it just still doesn't look nice. You know, the yard might be wet. It's a, it's a weird, you know, small section and you just can't, 
you just can't disperse the grass well. So you need to bag it. So now that's more, more time and should be more money that you're charging people. And, but they're not looking for that, right? They're not looking for more money. They're looking for cheap. Can you just hack it down real quick and go like, so if then, if they're okay with you not cleaning it up real good, you know, you cut it twice, maybe just to make it look halfway decent and then leave, you know, blow everything off and leave. It's still not going to look the best. You know, that that's going to hurt your soul, um, probably, or, or, or should. And, um, the people that are driving by or that have been next door or across the street watching you, they're like, man, what the heck kind of hack job is that? They don't know what kind of arrangement you have with this cheap person that just wants you to come twice a, a month or every other week and, and just hack it down and go like that. That could be bad, bad business right there. Bad advertising for you, you know? So you, that, that's just another thing to think about. Um, but again, I know there are true biweekly yards out there. There's a lot of those woodsy neighborhoods and those, um, like I said, more rural areas where you just got big fields to cut and, and it, it just doesn't grow that fast. And and that's fine. That's a true biweekly. A true biweekly is not one that should be cut every week. Like you shouldn't have to double cut other than like spring or fall when there's, you know, the huge spike in growth and it's raining all the time and you know, maybe they're fertilizing in addition to all that and the grass is just growing like crazy. There should be no reason why you'd have to double cut a well-maintained, you know, tall fescue or whatever um, nice turf grass uh, yard. There's no reason why you should have to double cut it um, if you're cutting it every week. And I'll tell you another thing with biweekly. It can get out of hand quick if you have too many bi-weeklies or, or actually, it's pro- I mean, if you build your whole schedule that way with true bi-weeklies, that's one thing you can alternate, you know, and, and, and pack a lot of, a lot of properties. You know, you can have like a hundred properties in total, but you're only doing 50 each week, right? 50 one week and then a different 50 the other week, you know, uh, and so on. So, um, but the problem comes, one of the problem, one of the other problems that comes with bi-weeklies, if you have them sprinkled in with weeklies is... Say, you know, you've got bi-weeklies on some bi-weeklies on Tuesday and it rains on Tuesday. Now, now you're, now you're going 15 days, you know, to, to get to them. Now, now it's on Wednesday that you get to them. What if, uh, um, that bi-weekly isn't, what if you're not in that neighborhood on, on that, on Wednesday and you have to now go to this random neighborhood to mow these bi-week, just to mow the bi-weeklies a different day and then go to your other Wednesday row and, you know, maybe you have to change mowers, you know, you had, a, you had a plan for that, you know, to get these biweeklies and then change your blades or whatever. Or you try to, you try to get to them at the end of the day on Tuesday so that you can do all your mower maintenance anyway and get all that done. And then Wednesday you start fresh with fresh blades, clean deck and get all your nicer weekly yards done. But now it rained on Tuesday. So you have to combine all that in Wednesday. Now that's more time. Like these are things that people might not think about until you're stuck in the midst of it. And you're like, Oh man, what the heck? This is ridiculous. So these are things that you can choose to navigate if you have no choice, because those are the majority of your yards or not. You know, I'm just saying, if you have the option, if you have nice weekly yards, why just stay away from the bi-weekly. I, I there are so there were so many times in the early years where I'd be on the same street and I'd have the same type of yards with the same decent looking grass and people some of them would be weekly and then you'd have that one person that wants you to come bi-weekly. And you're like, "Why? Why do you want me to come bi-weekly and hack that yard down?" So it, it, I can, I, I know that it can, it can seem like a struggle at times because you're like, well, I'm right here, you know, but just 
Why not? What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is because you're spending a little bit more time, whether you like it or not, you're going to spend a little more time on that, on that yard. Plus it is a little more wear and tear. You can think I've got a commercial mower, it's invincible, but it's not. The more you're plowing through thicker grass and you hear the mower, you know, slow down slightly, you know, the deck is like, you know, a little bit, even though you've got this big old commercial 52, 60 inch or whatever deck, commercial mower, it's still wearing on the belts, wearing on the pulleys. The blades are getting dull faster. It's just, it's just a fact. Um, yes, you can do, you can do it perfectly fine. You can get it done, but over time this accumulates this is a compounding effect and it's going to, you know, wear your mower parts down more. Um, and you're going to have to change your blades faster and so on and so forth. So think about all that when you're over here, you know, on on demand mowing, which is the worst case scenario, um, biweekly, which is the next worst case scenario, and arguably almost as bad is ten day mowing. Um, it's not as bad because you're not going fourteen days in between mowing. You know, so from a, from a, a mowing standpoint, um, you're you're only going ten days, right? So that's not too much longer than a week. But what's bad about it? What's what was what makes it almost as bad as biweekly, if not almost worse, actually, is it completely destroys your schedule. It completely goes against route density. There's no way you can have route density if you've got a whole bunch of ten day mowing um, yards sprinkled in your route or throughout your week, because it's going to be a different day every 10 days, right? It can't be every Tuesday. So like I ran into this a a few years back, one of my um, predominant neighborhoods that I I was, I I wasn't, I had had maybe 50% less yards at the time in that neighborhood. So I was anxious to keep growing and get that route density. So when people would contact me, I was all about it. And sometimes I would, you know, kind of bend a little bit, you know, maybe um, not charge as much as I should, which is bad, right? I learned that lesson the hard way years ago, um, even for some of those, you know, y- those yards where I was like, man, I just want to get another yard, another yard right here in this neighborhood. Um, you know, if like, m- meaning like if they, they, like I would allow to be like haggled slightly and I, I'm not saying I led into it with like a low balling rate. I would tell them, you know, my rate, which is the average rate for all the other yards, the same size, you know, in, 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 uh, the neighborhood or on the street that were profitable and, and so on. And they'd be like, ah, that's, you know, I'm, I'm getting quotes for like $5 less. Can you, you know, and whether that, whether they were full of it or not, I don't know. But sometimes I would, you know, like, ah, okay. You know, and, and, and that was bad. Obviously I learned my lesson with that. But another thing that I would, that, that I did sometimes is, uh, or, or that I would run into is people trying to get me to do bi-weekly, right. And then to save money. And then I would say, no, I'm not doing bi-weekly or I'm not doing bi-weekly anymore because this is not true. You know, your yard grows every week and it's taking way too long. I'm not charging you enough. You know, even if I, even if you charge them like time and a half, right? Like um, you should be charging them double for bi-weekly, really. It doesn't take you twice as long in most cases, but you still should be charging them double because they're just trying to sit, they're just trying to be cheap. They're just trying to save like, well, if you're only cut twice out of four times, you know, instead of $400 it's $200 a month, you know, it's like, no, that, that, you know, that's, that really bothers me, you know? So at, at, at a minimum, you should be charging them time and a half, right? So if you're charging them 50 bucks, you know, for a small yard or something to cut and, you know, just, just for throwing easy math out there, um, 
and they want it to be bi-weekly, you should be charging them 75 for that cut, right? So half of 50 is 25. You add that to the 50, so that's 75 for the bi-weekly. But you really shouldn't be doing bi-weekly at all, like I said, if it needs to be cut weekly. So I, I, would, I started getting rid of those few straggler people like, no, it should be weekly and you know, all that stuff. And then some people would still try to find for whatever reason, I, I it, it's still, you know, like I just wanted to ask people sometimes like, wh- why do you not want me to come weekly? Sometimes they would just say, Oh, I don't think it needs to be done weekly. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it does. You know, and other people would just are, are just cheap. They're just trying to save money, but they would never say that. Like you never hear anyone say, oh, I'm just cheap, you know, or, oh, I'm just trying to save money. I'm on a budget. Well, some people say I'm on a budget. Can you just come, you know, biweekly? I'm on a budget. It's like, ah, I'm sorry, your, your grass isn't on a budget. It's growing weekly. It wants to be cut, needs to be cut weekly. So it doesn't, it's not on a budget. It doesn't know that you're on a budget and it's, it's, it's a lot of work to do it biweekly. So, um, so back with the 10 days, that's, that's the next that's the next thing. Like people, you know, I've had people go from, can we do biweekly? I'm like, no, it's gotta be weekly. And they're like, what about 10 days? Can we do 10 days? And in the beginning I I was like, okay, well that's better than biweekly. I'm still coming, you know, three times a month instead of twice a month in most cases, right? Like, okay, so I'm still getting that extra cut and it's not going two weeks. It's only going 10 days. So the grass isn't as long to cut. So in my mind, I was like falling into their trap thinking it was all fine and dandy to, to, you know, to, to cut every 10 days. But like I said, the problem is it's a different day every week. So as I grew in certain neighborhoods and I had people in those neighborhoods contact me and want, you know, and, and, and either lead off with wanting 10 day mowing or starting with, can we do biweekly? And I'm like, no. And then like, okay, what about 10 days? And, and the peep, the few people that I would, that I said yes to in the past, what I would come find out is, like I said, like I would be say in that neighborhood on a third, every Thursday we'd be in that neighborhood. Well, guess what? Every 10 days is not Thursday. It would be a Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever, you know, it changed every week. So then that would mean that I would have to come out to that neighborhood just for that one yard that completely destroys your route density because we're in a totally different neighborhood that might be in a different, uh, you know, like maybe 15 minutes away from that neighborhood. And it's like, why, why are we wasting 30 minutes round trip to mow, you know, a, a yard that's on a 10 day program or whatever. So I was like, man, this is ridiculous. Cause again, it came, it, it, then it fell into the on demand situation where there would always be an issue where that day, you know, okay, I'd have to go, I'd have to worry about this one 10 day mowing yard on a random day that we're not in that neighborhood. But now I'm trying to squeeze that into an already hectic day because of all the things I said earlier, rain or equipment issues or a a yard in this neighborhood that we're supposed to be in took longer, customers had problems or whatever the deal is, you know, like it all added up and, you know, I I had to get done early that day. And now I'm like, oh man, I still got this 10 day yard and okay, well, let me add it to the, I'm going to have to push it off to the next day. Well, now that's 11 days, you know, and the people like, Hey, it's getting long. You know, I thought you're supposed to come yesterday. It's like, yeah, well, if we came, that's another benefit of weekly. If you mow every week and for some reason you have to come on the eighth day instead of the seventh day, like to that neighborhood because it rained or something, you know, which just happens all the time. There's plenty of times that we can't even finish a neighborhood because it just randomly starts raining at like two o'clock in the afternoon. And it doesn't stop till like five or six. And we're like, cool. Well, you know, that that's a wrap. Like, you know, I can tell you can usually kind of tell it's going to be washout and you just 
you wrap it up and, and you all go home and take a shower and put on clean, dry clothes and and uh, get some rest and start fresh the next day because, you know, it, it's a washout. But or you have a rainstorm that lasts 30 minutes and it just really delays you, you know, to finish getting everything done. And you just couldn't get those last few yards done before dark or before you want to be done, you know, so you and your potential employees, if you have any, can go home and have dinner or whatever. You don't want to, you know, so it, it, all of those things. And now you have this 10 day yard that you have to squeeze in. But, you know, it, again, if you, if you did it every week, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to move a move an eighth day. It's not going to grow like crazy one more day, but you're talking about 10 now, 11, maybe 12 because of gosh knows what's happening. And you're like, man, it's almost a biweekly yard again. So I had to tell people, and it was really easy and, and fair enough for me to tell these people that over, over those, you know, years ago when I would have some of these people here and there, um, that I had to get rid of or that tried to get me to do 10 days. And now if anyone ever does ask me that, which doesn't even happen that, that like, I can't remember the last time someone's asked me to do uh, 10 days and not very many people ask me to do biweekly. And I think that's probably because of the kind of work that I do. You know, people see me out there every week. I'm maintaining nice yards so that's going to deter the people that don't have nice yards and that, and that don't want you to come out every week. They they just probably assume that that's not even a thing that that I do, which is true. So good for them. Um, so again, that's just another way to filter people out by doing what you just doing more of what you want to do. Doing more weekly yards, more nice, well maintained yards is going to attract more weekly, nice, well maintained yards, and deter the opposite people of that. So that, you know, you don't have to worry about it. But the ones that do contact me, like for, you know, uh, if they contact me for 10-day mowing, like I said, they haven't in a long time. But back when they were and when I had some, I just I just flat out told them, hey, I can't do 10-day mowing a- anymore or we don't do 10-day mowing because we have specific days that we're in specific neighborhoods. And every 10 days is a different day of the week. That means we won't be in your neighborhood every 10 days. So it, it, it's that's just not profitable for us to just be coming out here just for, for your yard and then going back to another neighborhood. All that back and forth is wasted drive time, gas, and so on. So 10-day scheduling just doesn't doesn't work for us. You know, it's like, I feel like saying, if that works for you as a homeowner, you do you. You know what I mean? If you want to mow your own lawn every two weeks or every 10 days, then go go for it because it's your house. That that means you know you you can do whatever you want. You're available whenever. If you want to mow it on a Wednesday one week and then a Thursday the following week or Tuesday or whatever, then that's you know I mean uh, that that that's on you, right? But it's hard harder for a business, especially the bigger you get, to be able to do that and finagle all that and make sure the schedule's all correct. And it's it just gets very hectic. And even as an owner operator, it's still something that you shouldn't be doing when your schedule gets full enough. And and I get it that a lot of this stuff I did when I was first starting out, which is why I'm, I I focus on these topics because I know there's a lot of people listening to me that are still, that are just starting out or a few years in, or maybe, you know, just needed to hear this, you know, maybe they're, 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 they're struggling, you know, with this, or they never really thought about it this way. And, and maybe this is something that's going to help them be that much more efficient and or profitable and so on. 
So that's why I keep talking about this. But I, I went, went all through all this in the beginning because I didn't know any better and I had to learn the hard way. I had to figure this stuff out. Some of this stuff I, I learned, you know, on social media as well or just it was reiterated, you know. I mean, this is – I'm not the only one that feels this way. I mean, this is kind of a common a common theme here for a lot of folks that have bigger businesses that whether they're owner-operators or they have employees and so on, it's just it's just one of those things that you, you learn – how important route density is, for example, you learn how important it is to know your numbers, for example, and you learn scheduling, you know, like proper scheduling, proper route scheduling is going to help your profitability um, in the long run. So 10 days mowing every 10 days is just there's you can't have a schedule. It just completely destroys your route density. Your schedule is all over the place. So if you have multiple 10 day yards like it's just going to be a mess and bi-weekly is just you, know, you can easily schedule that for the most part but you're going to be doing more work for yourself uh, in, in a lot of cases if they're not true bi-weeklies so stay away from non-true bi-weeklies say no to 10-day mowing uh, if you're just starting out and you have nothing i get it you're just trying to do whatever you can but as soon as your schedule fills up with weekly lawns, if, if that's the area you live in with grass that grows weekly, um, fill your schedule up with weekly lawns, say no to 10 days, try to stay away from bi-weekly unless they're true bi-weeklies, and maybe you can schedule them all together on a specific day instead of blending them in with the weekly uh, yards. And that's, you know, that's, I, I think you'll do good. I think that will, those are some key things to help you with your lawn maintenance business. And these are just things that I've, I've touched upon here and there, like I said, over, over the years. And, um, I just want to spell it all out there for you guys in case, in case you didn't know, or you needed kind of, um, you know, an, an, an extra push or whatever, a reminder, things like that. So anyway, guys, I appreciate you for listening as always. Uh, thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And that's all I have for this episode. So until the next time, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.